strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super. Vegeta had just finished his set on Letterman and was getting ready to do John Oliver the next week. Fans around the world were buying Vegeta shirts, but will they open his Wikipedia page and see any of the things he's done? Find out this week on Fallen Out Super. Nice. Do they do stand-up on John Oliver now? Yeah, they do. Starting today. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Vegeta. They, they, and Vegeta you know they got, got it, first. Right? It's such a weird choice. It's Vegeta. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you, you're like, well, I thought everybody knew about Vegeta, and then they're like, actually, did you know he went to UCB and UCB is racist? And you're like, I thought everyone knew that too. Yeah. Ask how many Nam- Namekian instructors are at UCB. <laughs> Maybe there's a little number we can count. <laughs> Hey, I'd like to do an act out of a man coming out of an egg. Oh, wait, I don't know what it's like <laughs> because I'm in a bubble. A damn bubble. Well, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super! Super! My delivery's here. Go get Is it food. right now? <laughs> Alyssa's <Damn>. getting it. <laughs> Ignore me. Cut this out. <laughs> You've made it impossible to do such a thing. Cut this out. Cut that out, too. (laughs) Well, I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be wearing no deodorant and letting Alex handle the riffs uh, on this beautiful Monday evening. And Alex Patak. It's great to be wearing deodorant and handling the riffs here on Monday (laughs) evening. Fight night. I, I had to be funnier and louder than normal because you weren't here, and now I could go back to being kind of a wet blanket. Thank God. <laughs> Save your energy. <laughs> Save it for the bonus. You don't want to get you don't want to get those stress lines on your face, you know? <laughs> You're young. You're beautiful. <laughs> Something um, I've been discussing a lot for the last week because I was seeing my family is uh my brother, who is four years younger than me, has, has started getting gray hairs, mm-hmm. and most of my family has gray hairs. You know who doesn't have any gray hairs? This guy right here, baby, because I keep it wavy. I can't see. I can't see. Are you pointing to yourself? It, look, I'm pointing at myself and how my hair is brown. Jeremy, can't you sense Alex's power of no gray hairs from over there? I can't. Jeremy, how tan am I through the microphone right now? That I can tell. That I can absolutely tell through the microphone. You smell that? Yeah, it smells like coconut. You have an extremely (laughs) tan attitude. I would say even that you got tank top energy, even if you're not wearing one right now. I'm not wearing one, but I am taking my sunglasses and then lowering them and then pushing them right back up. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Do you have a tank top uh, like burnt onto you right now with your tan? No, because you know what? I went uh, uh, I went tits out <laughs> the whole time, freeing the nipple. Ah, nice, tits nice, out nice. for the boys. Let's go. Doing it like the founding fathers, as we say in Massachusetts. 
Okay. Tits out. How was how was your trip? Where did you go? Uh, Cape Cod. Uh, I went to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, the other one. To Obama's house. Fancy. I in Obama. Mm. I slept on the big circular couch thing that we were all looking at. Yeah, the from the Austin Powers airplane. Yeah, you remember when we were all looking at the inside of Obama's house and roasting it? And then, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't know a lot about decor, so I couldn't really get in on the fun, but I was like, yeah, I could get them. Yeah, you're like, look at that bed with no fucking corners. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's architecture so gone like, wrong, you ask me. So, like, it's just, like, a really big ottoman or something? Yeah, it's like a circular ottoman, and there's a, something in the middle, so you can't really stretch out. And uh, that's just what they had available because it was me. It was the Dersh. Right, um, right, of course. That's uh, not, Kissinger uh, had the Orb Room. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. So I just got the odd, the 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 figure eight ottoman, and that's kind of where I was sleeping. So my back's all fucked up, but I'm tan as fuck. It does kind of feel like a round bed is uh, like an innovation that society should have embraced, right? No, I mean, yeah. Alex, Alex, you can Alex, you can back me on this. You seem like oh, you have sure. uh, strong banging your shins into the corner of the bed energy. I do that. I can't even feel them anymore. <laughs> but the thing is, is like a round bed is gonna make it harder to utilize your space properly. That's true. That's you, true. No, no, I think you're using the shins. whole bed. The, oh, like like the Native Americans, every <laughs> part of the bed. A round bed says, "I am a, a man of wealth." That can have no corners. That I can oh, really, yeah. yeah. I think of like a quagmire swinging, rotating bed. Oh, yeah, like in the Austin Powers airplane. Like, like in the, Austin, pa- or you know bed, what? Yeah. Is quagmire just Austin Powers? Kinda. He's like Kinda, a swinger. Yeah. You know. Well, but he uh, rapes, and yeah. uh, Austin Powers doesn't. As far as you know. I mean, sure. As far as far as was Alex written in the Powers character, is a figure from the 1960s. Get the I don't fuck out of here! They wrote. He's a character Alex. that was written. <laughs> Alex Patak, are you trying to cancel Austin Powers right now? I'm just now? saying, Austin Powers spends a lot of time with a lot of women off camera, and I'm not sure what he's doing. Those are robots. <laughs> <laughs> I leave my food out. I want to look at it as a record, watching it get cold. That's right. <laughs> What'd you get? Well, I back to Austin Powers. I think he rapes. Wow. I don't think he does, man. <laughs> this is a very weird, aggressive energy you're bringing upon. Yeah, back return. from vacation. You just came <laughs> back from a fucking like island. I was, like, <laughs> I was snubbed at an Austin Powers gala. And now I have something to prove. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing on that airplane? He doesn't need a jumbo jet. You're too good for me. Oh, you know, you know, you know who's not at that party? Alex. Alex, obeying the law, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Going home early to sleep on Obama's ottoman while they all do coke in the next room with John Legend. Did your family do coke? (laughs) Did my family do coke? Yeah. If by my family you mean the global elite, then yes. Yeah. We all did. (laughs) That is who I meant. Who else would I mean? I don't think that really. Do families do coke together? Is that a thing? I can, I've never heard of a family ever doing coke together. I've heard of a uh, like uh, I've heard a of forbidden dad doing coke 
with or, an adult child I, as a yeah, like the scene quote, of depravity. Or like, you know, like a, a teeing over like an ancient joint they find in a sock drawer or something. Or like between mm. siblings. I feel like between siblings or between cousins of similar age. Uh, between co- oh yeah <laughs> well I mean in that way then no, yes not and then sometimes those cousins I don't think it go to be... a wedding and strangle each other yes exactly but... <laughs> I don't think it would happen cross generationally I don't think like parents are doing coke with their kids or anything like that okay well I did coke with Carrot Top and I watched him smash a child <laughs> what is happening you know what? I wasn't thinking of Carrot Top. I was thinking, you were of, thinking uh, of Gallagher. Yeah, Gallagher. Of course. Oh man, is Gallagher? That's on the, racist. In, is in he a on way. the flight logs? Is Gallagher not on the flight logs? There's no way Gallagher's not on those flight logs. I don't know. But did you? Uh, were you involved at all in that weird time period when everyone was friends with Gallagher on Facebook? No, I no. Katie, yeah, he, were you? Yeah, he just friended everybody because yeah. he was just having a weird mental break. Yeah, and he, everybody was like, this can't be the real Gallagher. And was. he started posting videos of himself, and you're like, no, that's the real Gallagher. <laughs> that same year, he showed up to the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, Oregon, and he wasn't booked on anything. He mm-hmm. just, like, showed up. And people were like, oh, Gallagher's here? Should we do something with him? Like, yeah, do we book him? What do we do? <laughs> what do you... Like, if Gallagher walks into your show, is it the kind of thing where, like, you got to give him a spot? Yeah, that's the thing is, it's like, I, I don't know if you <laughs> give Gallagher... What if he Gallagher's... doesn't have a watermelon? Yeah. What's he going to do? what if he does? <laughs> what if he does and you have to stay late to clean it up or whatever? Yeah, because sometimes, you know, like, 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 fucking, like, a big fish will wash into your little bar show and you're like, oh, I got to get... I can't think of a single successful comedian who is not on the canceled book at this point, but, um... Joe List, Nick, you're like, Joe, oh, oh that. Joe Perra's gotta walk on, but... <laughs> See, I was thinking Joe Perra's too much of a name. I was thinking of, who's like the lowest name that you can think of that you have to let on your show? I think it's Joe List. <laughs> Mark Normand? Mark Normand has a huge uh, special right now. Yeah. And he's in the middle of getting half-canceled. Well, you know. Half-canceled? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for just being a nasty little toad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people get canceled just for being a little toad, and you're like, "Yeah, get them." Yeah, That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I have a whole rant about that, but uh, I, 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 it's, oh, I lost my train of thought completely. What are we joking about? Mark Norman. <laughs> Mark Norman. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, Update here. I've googled Gallagher Epstein logs, <laughs> and uh, it's really getting thrown off because one of the FBI supervisors named Tim Gallagher. <laughs> Looking into it, yeah, and so I, we're never gonna find out. It goes all the way to the top. <laughs> Gallagher's it in the FBI out, now. It turns out <laughs> Gallagher was sent as a sleeper agent, but he got in too deep. Gallagher was an op. That's why there was a second body double. <laughs> they disappeared the first Gallagher because he got too close. If you pay close attention to the Epstein footage in the cell, you find the body has been smashed with a mallet. Yeah, you want to know where Gallagher one is? He's in Israel, chilling with Mossad. <laughs> He's alive in Israel. <laughs> Follow the melons. Where are they coming from? Who's buying them? Who's supplying them? It all goes back to the vine, baby. <laughs> Who cleans up the melons? <laughs>
Did I ever talk about that one show I did? I, I did a variety show once and then never again uh, <laughs> at Edgewater Cafe where the highlight of the evening was David Piccolomini smashing six watermelons with his head in two minutes. <laughs> David! Which he did. did <laughs> and the him... venue was furious. I bet. That's why you can't have Gallagher on your show. That's but why also, you can't book him when he shows up. Is da- like, Did he have a concussion after that? Like, David's... Well, he was bragging about it before. He's like, my head can smash anything. And I was like, sure, you're booked or whatever. But then he did it, and it, I had to get like multiple trash bags and stop the show and shit. <laughs> 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 And just apologize Woo! to the crowd while I'm like, I'm sorry, there's more watermelon than you'd guess. To Ange Watermelon's Noir, with heavy. whom you had like a long working relationship. <laughs> you yeah, did, I you mean, did that mic there for years. This was the only... So I have only been paid in comedy like eight times. <laughs> and Ange Noir uh, was the first place I started a bar show, and I ran it long enough there. That every time I had my mic, I got a free sandwich. Mm. Mm. And I've been riding on that high ever since. Those are good <laughs> sandwiches there, too. I like sandwiches. Years later, after the sandwiches were gone, and people looked, they looked the other way. But the memory. They moved on from the sandwiches. The memory of the sandwich remains. The memory. Yeah. And then also they were mad because the other girl I booked wanted to strip with fire. Uh-huh. Alex and they were like, "Yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> light that fires in my restaurant." <laughs> Alex, did did you vet any of this? What were you doing? I booked spectacular acts, Katie. Yeah, and sorry, we can't let you burn big fires in our curtain factory. Yeah, <laughs> the place was like was full of velvet curtains. <laughs> <laughs> it was two rappers from the subway we found. One of who rigged the talent vote at the end. <laughs> and then uh, stand-up comedian from the Joker movie. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? I think it's Sam something. Random? Yeah, random. No. Um... Yeah, and then an angel from hell. <laughs> yeah, who was in uh, Sam Morrill, was it? Yeah, Sam Morrill was also booked on this show. Oh, God. <laughs> so it was kind of like, he didn't know me at all. It was just like, this is a very strange and small show. Thank you. I'm leaving. Memory lane, huh? Anyway, what the fuck's up this week? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? What do, what do, we, what do, what do we all doing? What's, what's uh... up in anime news? What? No, that's not. We're on the wrong podcast. That's the bonus. We do that on the bonus. I meant real anime news, not like when you just talk about different races dating and (laughs) file it under anime news on the uh, website. So, even you guys know how I I foretold that 2020 was Year of the Furry. I did not Mm. know it was also Third Impact, but like whatever. Um, Mm. And Netflix added this show called BNA which stands for beast, like beast DNA. Uh, Oh, like uh, DNA, but for beasts. And it's this super duper furry show that's like, the idea is that like beast people are a thing and the townsfolk hate it and there's this haven for beast people (laughs) where they follow animal laws, but also there's stuff, deep seedy underbelly, and there's a Katie question. Do they also follow the laws of man? No. 
Uh, well, sort of. I don't know. And it. it follows this main character who used to be a normal girl, but she like woke up as a beast person, and they're trying to figure out what the fuck's uh, up with what that. What a dream. What um, a dream that would be. But here's the thing. It is very well animated. So it's this like beautiful show, but then you're watching it, and it is just like so horny. Um, like, right. It's just... And it has is all... It, is, the, is the goal of furry shows to convert normies into furries? I mean, is that kind of the mission objective? I don't think so. I think it's just like, you know when you're watching anime and there's like... You can just tell that this is someone's really specific fetish that they finally got to bring to life. And I think that's just like all it is. So it's like, you know, Monster Mizume or whatever. Or like right. when someone's just like, oh... If you see my panties, you're he- you'll die. And it's like, yes, this is what I'm into, or whatever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, I have two passions: seeing panties and dying. Yeah, and there's this character who's a like a wolf man. And, oh, and they're like sometimes people, people with just like cute faces, but then they turn into their full-on animal selves. And the this guy's because like of their DNA. Yeah. You see. I'm sorry, it's it's your BNA. Oh God, and I have the chart here. I've like I've just did like a Google image search. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're not gonna be surprised to hear that there's like a lot of like fat packages on these characters. Oh yeah, there's a lot of ding dong action. And the main guy's this wolf who like goes on this weird. Uh, Is bat- he a red one? No, he's like white. He goes on a he goes on a Batman rant <laughs> every time someone like. defiles the beast laws and he kills them and rips out their horns and he's like you don't deserve to be a beast and he gives his rants like you don't even deserve my claws I'm just gonna beat you to death with my fist (laughs) and it's like really crazy I don't even think wolves think that yeah I don't know if this show is good but like I'm really compelled by it because it looks very good but then every episode's politics is so fucked up right the politics of the beast world are often savage and unforgiving yeah well there's this whole subplot about how women in beast world don't have rights right and that's (laughs) I mean I'm against that because because that's (laughs) the because that's the animal way you see (laughs) Is, is that's that's animal's fault? I guess. And <laughs> I'm looking at my cats and I'm shaking my damn head. Wait, guys, 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 guys! You got to look in the in the chat right now. I just sent you guys something. Okay, I'm pulling out my phone. In which chat? In the in the um the Squadcast okay. chat. Oh, I don't know I'm how to access that. In the you got to copy right, and paste. First of all, open Tor, Katie. Oh, and, I uh, hate it. <laughs> So Jeremy has sent us... Oh, God, fuck you. Wait, there's one detail of this I really like. So Jeremy has sent us a buff hunk shark named Bernard the Shark. And one is of him naked with his hemi penis. And then the other is of him showing off his juicy shark ass. (laughs) Which is something sharks don't have. I don't know if you know sharks. Is that what shark penises look like? They're I like, guess it must be. Like they're, <laughs> they're like snakes? It's like he has like a labia coming out of him, but really What long. bothers me is, I mean, I... 
and there's a, a the, little the hemi penis. <laughs> there's a little it has arrow. A note. It has a note. <laughs> there's an arrow pointing at the hemi penis. <laughs> and it says can be bigger. <laughs> oh, thank this God. Is just the no first other draft, words, guys. No other words on the page. Except you just, for you color reference. Know. Unless, uh, there's a color reference swatch if you want to like recreate If you want to make Bernard really pack in. <laughs> we, it's not too late, I'm saying. The um <laughs> tail location on the tail to ass to back ratio is really bothering me here. Cause it, His it, ass is just way too juicy for a shark. <laughs> it makes no sense. But I'm, I'm saying as if his tail was there, like where the tail is on the ass shot, it looks like it's almost in the middle of his back. Yeah, it goes very far up. That's not how that works. Yeah. Well, is he raising his tail because he's He's, he's presenting. Horny. Yeah. He, yeah. No. He's, he's presenting, presenting so yeah. you can shark fuck him. Yeah. He wants in the shark. How ass. would you use that penis to fuck anything? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, sharks do, obviously. Now, what I'm wondering is this an anatomically uh, representative shark genitalia, or is this a fantasy shark genitalia? So, what I was gonna say is, I have to imagine that the people who are into the cake and shark, like. <laughs> you you have you have to imagine that like that's a person who's read about shark dicks. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Can we send this to Emma Bowers? Can she tell me is this what a shark dick looks like? Yeah, let me go ahead and just I'm just gonna. There's DM no this way this is, this is representative of anything. <laughs> it looks like a ficus coming out of a shark. Please tell her you're going to send her this pornography before you send it because yeah, if you right. send it blindly, Jeremy, just don't cruel. tell her. Jeremy, <laughs> women love surprises. God, I can't stop looking at it. So I will. I know it's it's okay. Now I am looking up real shark dicks, and they're nothing like that. Well, then what the fuck's going on here? All right, so I'm not going to send this to Emma then. (laughs) No, don't. I don't need to do this. Don't even do it. (laughs) We can we can do our own scientific research. We're a biology team. Yes, that's right. There's a large discourse on shark penises, actually. So I see the cover first thing that comes up is sort of like uh, it looks like it literally says why you sharks have two penises. Yeah, I did, have. Oh, watched... Are you looking at the fisheriesblog.com? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm also on the fisheriesblog.com. It's my homepage. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched Jaws 15 times, and there's no mention of giant sh- two-tongue shark. Dick. <laughs> they never bring it up. You think they it would never be? Never bring it up. And that's Those the black dicks like a doll's dick. That's our PC culture <laughs> run amok. Yeah, they cut out that whole scene where Jaws sticks his its dick through the porthole while they're all getting drunk. Yeah, no, he's in the um, he's in the school gymnasium, and he realizes that there's a hole leading over to the women sharks locker room, <laughs> <laughs> and he sticks his two penises through. They go just to take a peek, but then it goes too far. As it always does. With these rowdy sharks. They're targeted in school. Man, I can't even imagine how not okay Porky's is in today's world. I I mean, I, I haven't watched fair, it since I was a kid. I remember seeing it as a kid and even them being like, this is gross. Yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Revenge of the Nerds, too. There's like straight up date rape in that. Yeah, that just has yeah. a rape as like the peak of the movie, too. That's what's Although craziest that about it- that. Yeah, although it is accurate to nerds, I feel like, yeah. mm-hmm. is what we found out with yeah. uh, when we let them all get famous. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's <a> real <laughs> shit. 
uh back to these shark penises they're nothing like the drawing everybody i mean it i mean it barely looks different than the vagina it's like kind of like a pointier vagina yeah well so what we're seeing here is that they're not pink uh they're not a different color than the body they're the same color as the body but there are two of them and that is a detail that i uh right everything in a shark looks like a tube of some kind. Yeah, it's an ancient tube from dinosaur time. <laughs> yeah, nothing but tubes. NBT. Harness the power of our ancient tubes. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa is now commenting that the two genitalia look the same. The And they're called claspers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, wrap me up in your claspers. <laughs> mm. You feel my claspers? Oh, <laughs> That's God. right. Those are my claspers. <laughs> That's not my anal fin. That's my claspers. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have an asthma attack. Oh, my oh, God. Boy. <laughs> Folks at home, you're going to have to just, I don't know, look up Bernard Shark to get this whole part of the podcast. Guys, support the fisheries blog because they do great work and our oceans are disappearing as we know it. Mm-hmm. And only you can stop that. Only I, you can I ever, stop cake and sharks. Does you anyone know, these sharks with their juicy asses? Does anyone have any non, any other anime? News? Oh wait, BNA stands for big natural ass. Oh, I had a question, Katie, about BNA. Uh, how different is it than B stars? Because B stars was also very horny. Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like similar. But it was good. Um, but Beastars is definitely more of, like, a noir, and this is, like, more of, a, like, you know, your traditional, like, anime wackiness. Although, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, five episodes in, and it's fucking weird. Like, every time I think I have my finger on what the fuck this show's about, it's like, guess again. And it also has that same problem um, Zootopia has, where it's like, it's a metaphor for racism. Yeah, yeah. I love that. not very good one. And also, we Don't keep- read into it. We keep changing what the metaphor is every episode. Also, this is Japanese, so being part of a corporation is good. <laughs> Don't you see? Raccoons are Somalian, but just in this one way. <laughs> Also, they can't mix, or they do. I forget what the theme is. Did yeah. they ever make a second one, Zootopia? Zootopia? No. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Oh, fun fact I found out. In England, Zootopia is called Zootropolis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Just might. so that they say everything slightly wrong. <laughs> In England, we call it Black Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm right from Zoo Bells, I am. It's right, me mum's a shark. <laughs> she ain't afraid to get claspers when she wants them, right? I can't do an Irish accent, love. but you gotta do, like, IRA rabbit or something. <laughs> mm. or, like, or like one of the animals breaking through the demilitarized zone. <laughs> the Irish rabbits are me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, something like that. What? The one time something I like asked that. for folks it, at home, you folks don't... Folks at home, fill in the blanks. Uh, <laughs> honestly, 
Honestly, I feel like I'm out of Irish practice because it's been so long since I read the fun little book. But uh, we'll <laughs> Maybe go. we should do a reread. We're breaking it back open again, everybody. I just, the one time I, I make a request for it and you can't deliver, what is this fucking bullshit? You goddamn. Yeah, sorry, Katie. Thank I've you. Spent, I spent two weeks in Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm sick of the Irish now. <laughs> I did recommend the book to my uh, to my priest friend, so he's going to read it and get fucking right. militarized. I love it when men apologize to me. This is, you know what? All's forgiven for that unison apology. <laughs> Katie, I'm sorry in general. Oh, I love to hear it. <laughs> Katie, I'm sorry for men. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm sorry are. for white men. Oh, wow. <laughs> Speak when on I see it, them, King. <laughs> when I see them, I think, I wish I wasn't one of those. <laughs> Because I'm on your side. Yeah, you're on my side. Oh, so glad you two are the good ones. I actually, I <laughs> when I'm when I'm alone at home, I do blackface to try to erase my white. <laughs> I'm trying to unlearn it. The thin line of allyship. Oh God! Where does it end? When I... does my BNA take over? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait, so if you have BNA and that's beast DNA, does that mean normal DNA is HNA? I don't, dude, I don't well, know. Normal, DNA, very human-centric, isn't it? What does it? DNA stand for? Deoxyribose nucleic acid? Oh, but what? this is beast oxyribose <laughs> nucleic acid. No, it stands for, like, brand new animal or something. BNA. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Brand new brand, Do I look like a animal. fucking anime director to you, bro? Katie, yes. I mean, Jeremy, <laughs> you're, you're asking if Katie is emotional labor. And maybe <laughs> as a white man, you can understand the kind of uh, pressure you're putting on her. Sorry, but sorry. Actually, uh, we're both I'm turning, sick of it, I'm saying. Sorry, I'm turning my hat backwards right now. Sorry. Actually, no. I, um, I don't ever say my feelings to any woman because that's emotional labor. Right. Thank well, you. I'm saying I hide my feelings. I keep them to myself yeah, and I bottle them, them up because otherwise that would be emotional labor. What I'm saying is when you ask Katie the questions like that, why not just break out handcuffs and chain her to to table <laughs> while you're at it? When you ask me a question, it's akin to crucifying me and asking me to list every Pokemon from memory. <laughs> you know what? And then they take the Catholic turn. You know who else was asked questions? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> An, By the a, damn Pontius Pilate. A white Sam man. Sam is to hell. <laughs> Jesus wasn't white. Come on. Oh, but how funny would that be? It's to true. Be, it's like... <laughs> what, Sorry, never mind. What are we talking okay, about? Yeah, I don't I even don't know, know, I don't know where what you goes. stopped yourself from saying, but it had to be bad. It was going to be very bad, yeah. It, it say. All right. Well, when you know it, it's around time to discuss Dragon Ball Z. So let's go back to doing what we do best. Wow, we? we're in luck. Wow. <laughs> what great timing, fellas. <laughs> we can't release this one. Hey everyone, it's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yo, just wanted to say that you know something that never gets old or slow? It's the great anime podcast, Ballin' Out Super, number one. I can't believe it. Uh, this isn't a plug for that, just more, they're great shirts. I have one, and people turn on the street and scream when they see me wearing it. They see me, and I'm just wearing it in a shirt and my little hedgehog dicks hanging out the bottom, slapping the ground with my surprisingly giant hedgehog dick. That's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Got a jet! (laughs) 
we keep doing this? Jeremy was talking about little girls drowning in buckets a lot last week. Oh, no. Um, the they drowned in the sea. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then that's the natural way to go. Uh, the, the sea is the biggest bucket. The title of this episode is Vegeta's Covert Maneuvers, A Tragic Assault on Namekians. Hey, fellas, how do you like your genocide? In uh, multiples, one at a time, you got it all on Dragon Ball Z. Ally uh, here, I don't like any of them. I don't like them at all. Also, the fact that they rehabilitate Vegeta after this episode is insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. We open up, and Vegeta is just l- having a chuckle to himself how he just killed the shit out of Dodoria. He's like, oh, remember when I killed that guy? Pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of rehashing of plot in this episode, so I'll try and speed through it as much as I can. Mm-hmm. He remembers, he's like, I I love that I killed Dodoria, especially after that thing he said to me. Now, last episode, Dodoria revealed that Frieza actually genocided the entire Saiyan race. But what is tickling Vegeta about killing Dodoria is not that. Is that he reminded him that Krillin and uh, Gohan are alive. And he's like, that can't be true. That guy's full of shit. Yeah, he says that. He says, full of shit. <laughs> and then he spits on the ground. There's a lot of uh, comedy of eras in this, but not really comedy, in the sense that Vegeta assumes that he knows how to read energy without a scouter, which he does, but he doesn't know you can suppress energy, while uh, Krillin and Gohan can suppress energy. Wow, what a wacky time we're all having. They're really tweaking the rules of this. Because they, they say every week before this, Vegeta has announced to the camera and other characters, I can suppress my energy and I know about others doing it. And then this whole episode is like, I don't think Vegeta knows we can yeah. do it. It's so convoluted. <laughs> Not us. Like, you know what else would have worked here is if nobody could read power levels and there wasn't right. such a thing as power levels. And then they could just have an atlas. Mm-hmm. They could just have like a map of the planet. And then Not that even. They could just be, <laughs> be like, I'm just scooting around because I'm a super strong man trying to find these things. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I wouldn't question it once. Yeah. So whatever I, happened to you know to good old encyclopedias? Hey, kids today spoiled with the World Wide Web. And they our using day, the encyclopedia. You to had to the know the Dewey Decimal System. Yes. Now Vegeta knows it. He's a boomer. Kids will never understand the joy of looking up penis in the encyclopedia. <laughs> and being like, They'll nice. never know. Uh, meanwhile, Gohan and Krillin and little baby Dende fly towards where Bulma's hiding. And Krillin's like, oh no, I, I sense danger. Uh, let's suppress our energy and hide behind a rock again. That seems to work great. Uh, who is it? Oh, no, it's Vegeta. And he has also sensed our energy and is tracking us. What a what a predicament. Can I ask a question? Yes. So I'm raising my hand until I'm called on. Uh, Alex, yes, what's your question? Uh, uh, hi, Professor Katie. Um, so I did listen to last week's assignment, and by that I mean episode I wasn't on, and I did the reading, but I, I don't remember where Dende is from. Where do they get Dende? Um, so when, uh, Dodoria and, uh, what's the green guy's name again? Jared? Zarbon. Zarbon and Frieza 
were, uh, you know, terrorizing that uh, elder Numekian's home and is like, uh, where are the other Jews? He kills everybody, and then the two babies try to run away, and Gohan saves Dende, who's the only surviving baby, and he's the same age as Gohan. They're both little kids. Well, that's really tragic. Yeah, it's actually really fucked up. <laughs> and that's what makes this episode even crazier because of what happens later on. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole arc is just far darker than I remember it yeah, being. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Um, so Vegeta, you know, is scooting his boot in the sky and he's like, oh, where are I sense something. Where are they? And, uh, you know, Krillin is like, oh, shit, it's Vegeta. And he has a total panic attack and is just talking so much about nothing. And it's just like, yes, you can't fight him, but you're going to have to. This is when they see this is when they see Vegeta. Yeah. And they're like going on a rant about like scouters and how they thought they can avoid him because he doesn't have a scouter but oh my god vegeta can sense power what the fuck and they also didn't they didn't know he was there or not too they were just they just heard hearsay there was a vegeta on the planet and they're like well maybe that's bigotry and there's a vegeta type being who's really cool yeah just another saying and we didn't realize that that's like a slur for sayings right Right, because he's one of the there's so many last of a race yeah, that's true. Types yeah. of people because Dende is going to be one of the last ones because he made it through the sweep, and uh, and Vegeta. We found out Frieza genocided his people, and it just really speaks to the dark nature of this universe. Also, I don't know what Krillin is fucking high on, he's... thinking that him he's going to pull off a surprise attack on Vegeta. I think he's just like running out of ideas. I think he's yeah. accepted death, which he admits- He's doing like Warsaw Ghetto Uprising against Vegeta. That's his plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a um, terrible, it's a dark episode. Yeah, so Krillin literally is like, we might as well die and fight him because he's going to kill us either way. So they're gearing up for a fight and right is about there going to make their uh, really well thought out attack. A giant whale fish explodes through the rocks uh, inexplicably there doesn't seem to be a lot of water around but suddenly right. there is it's a lake whale yeah <laughs> it's, it's a small it's, it's a freshwater it whale just, you know when you get in a tub and you do that move where you roll all around the whale likes doing that yeah and so this is the ideal size body of water for it and uh vegeta's like oh i guess that energy i was sensing was just that big fish better <laughs> fly away before thinking twice about that huge canon update by the way fish have power whales levels. have power levels very powerful ones that sometimes seem like warriors <laughs> and you're like nope just a whale never mind um vegeta then goes on a soliloquy to himself about like how he might as well focus on the Dragon Balls. He's going to wait for... E- he's just going to grab one Dragon Ball because then Frieza will grab the rest for him and then he'll steal them from him. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. What a good plan. <laughs> Vegeta does some good laughs this episode. He is very smitten with himself. <laughs> like, there's, they really master the tone of when you're alone and you think you've made yourself laugh and you're like, ha 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 ha. But, you know, um, evil because he's Vegeta. The uh, they go. That was a close one. That fish kept us from being killed. And Krillin's like, "We need to find Bulma. I need to lay the fuck down." 
Gohan and Dende hold hands and it's really cute because they're little boys and it's cute. And then Krillin laments about how much being on Namek sucks ass. I didn't think it'd be this hard on planet Namek. Oh. Do you think when Krillin sees Dende and Gohan hold hands, it warms his heart a little bit? It warmed my heart a little bit. Because we forget Krillin, just because he's three feet tall, is an adult man. <laughs> Yeah, he's babysitting Gohan and Dende, so there has to be a moment where he's like, "Oh, they're friends." Look I at them; they're so. like little friends. They're little buddies. <laughs> oh, I better not challenge them to imagination combat. <laughs> they're so good at it <laughs> because of their young minds. <laughs> they uh, they find the cave. Butterfly. I never in thought the sky. about that. But... <laughs> Let's high. Planet Namek is genocide. Reading Rainbow. I just uh, I'm picturing now that they they get into their little mind combat and then just Krillin gets his ass eaten by a fucking giant dinosaur. Because <laughs> Gohan was just like, yeah, I imagined something cool. <laughs> yeah, it's even bigger than you are. It's so big, and it's a laser dinosaur. And it's what, being, that, what the fuck does that mean? It's being written by. Spider-Man, he has a gun. And it, it, it's skateboarding <laughs> on a big skateboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When adults do it, it sounds forced, but it's really good when Gohan does it. Uh, So they find a cave, and they're like, hey, where's Bulma? Bulma, we're back. Where in the cave is she? Oh, wait, she brought a capsule house with her. Of course she did. She runs out the door, and she's like, where have you been? I'm a delicate flower. And immediately says some racist shit. Where oh, she's my God. Like, oh, that little kid looks just like Piccolo. And Dende in his mind's like, all right, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> who are you people? Why are you being so racist to me? You're on a planet <laughs> full of us. You know, like... Bulma by now has seen other Namekians. She's not supposed to still be surprised that they are all green or whatever. I'm sorry, did you just call me Little Piccolo? (laughs) (laughs) You just said? What do you think this robe is called? No, what do you think it's called? Um, I don't, this doesn't happen a lot. I would love to see more like five-year-olds be offended. I don't think it happens that way. No, yeah, there's a lot of that in this. Uh, so she, she's like, well, there's good news. Goku's on his way. He's six days away. Let me rehash how my dad built a spaceship, and he's he's working out on it. Oh, a slight shot of Goku working out. Yay! Um, All right. Vegeta. Push-ups. Scoots and boots around. He uh, senses a village, and he's like, oh, there's so many Namekians there, but they have a Dragon Ball. I'm going to go kill them all, take their shit. And Frieza hasn't even been That's here what he yet. That's he says. He, uh, he flies Yeah, he's in. got a vague plan where he's just going to he's gonna hold hostage one Dragon Ball, and then guess what? You need all of them. So good luck without um, all the Dragon Balls. He lands in their fields, and they're like, what the fuck is that? Is an alien? And he's like, give me your elder. I want a dragon ball. And he's like, what will you do with the ball? And he's like, whatever I want, gramps. Right. And- this part was very charming for a second, where he lands, and they're like, you're trampling our azaleas. And he's like, I don't care. I'll shoot you with my finger gun. Yes. So <laughs> that's what happens is uh, he... You know, the elder's like, I'm not going to give this to you. You're clearly evil. And he shoots him with a literal finger gun. Like the yeah. what you do when you're like, what's up, guy? Bing, yeah, bing. What's going on, chief? 
Except- and you're, you're watching that too, and you're like, where'd you learn this? Did Frieza show this to you? <laughs> Is this your friend Frieza? Meanwhile, back in the Bulma house, they have offered a, a bento box to Dende, and they're like, why aren't you eating? And Bulma's like, he's just been through a traumatic event. And he's like, also, fucking Namekians only drink water. Why are you fucking stupid? And right. That's how we maintain this thin shape. Right. And also, like, why they're made out of, like, you know, plant celluloid. Um, and they're like, well, if you only drink water, why are you growing vegetables? And he tells the beautiful tale of his people that they aren't growing vegetables what they're growing are these special trees that used to cover planet namek that all went dead during a, a mass weather event and that right elder has found them the last surviving ones and they're trying to recultivate and re uh excavate planet namek they're and, having they had global warming for trees and after this beautiful story dende rightfully looks at these white people and says all right what the fuck are you doing here yes and then they're just like wait something's happening outside Literally, <laughs> right on the beat they're like i sense something i'm like seems a little convenient no, come back here and explain solid food <laughs> why do i have teeth you explain why i have teeth but only drink water um, their attack teeth they all run also, out. Also, the tree story is very funny because they're they're like, why are you growing it? And then he tells a long story, but the short version is like, I like trees. Yeah, they're like, they're <laughs> doing like a Ladybird Johnson like planet beautification project. No, well, I think they're trying to like re-exoterra their earth because like I'm, I'm sure, you know, trees, oxygen, like everything right. got ravaged. I'm right. sure the, the eco- Namekians have achieved socialism and that, they're saving the, the planet. The the ecosystem was torn asunder by the weather. Right. Uh, anyway, they all run outside to just like stare at the sky, and uh, they're like, "Oh, I I sense an energy shift. There's a big fight, and uh, all the Namekians are losing. In fact, they're all dead. It must be Vegeta." And Bulma looks right in the camera and goes, "I hate that guy. He sucks." <laughs> yeah. And then, I will never marry him. And, and then they all just like children. don't do anything. They just right. like sit there. They're like, damn, there's like a, a bunch of people dying over there. Fuck. Right. I and wish Dende, we could do something. Dende's staring at them and he's like, literally all my people. And yeah. it's really fucked up. Dude, it's it's this, really it, upsetting. It's at this point that I realized how funny it is that they always wear martial arts outfits. Because they're just sitting there just like, I, I, what do we do? What could we possibly do? And Dende's looking at them just like, you look like you're here to fight. Maybe consider going and doing that. I don't know. <laughs> Dende literally says, my people are being massacred. And they're like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> right. It's uh, like if, I think, by the way, just this is a side note, that the police should have to wear martial arts outfits. <laughs> <laughs> If they're going to maintain that kind of role, they have to be ready. Yeah, they got to be ready to tussle. The combat readiness. Um, yeah, but how much of this do you think was just to distract Dende? What? You know, because Dende was grilling them, and then they go outside, and they're like, oh, everyone everyone died. That's so fucked. <laughs> oh, no. It looks like we're the good guys, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't like, want to uh, ask us any hard questions. Oh, uh, yeah. Really gaslighting the shit out of them. Bulma then... <laughs> Everyone you ever met. Oh, jeez. Bulma <laughs> then basically comes up with the same plan Vegeta has, where she's like, we just need to get one Dragon Ball and hide it so they can't summon a dragon. 
Uh, and then Krillin is like, damn, I guess I really should have killed Vegeta when I had a chance. And everyone's like, yes, a resounding yes. <laughs> you would have saved hundreds of lives just in the last three episodes. <laughs> Dende says out loud, why do you know so much about the Dragon Balls and my people? Please help save us. Meanwhile, Vegeta has killed everyone in the field. With his killer volleyball move <laughs> where he down smashes on people. And he's like, huh, you're not going to give me the Dragon Ball. Where is it? He kills um, the last remaining Namekian to death. Just walks into his house where he's just sitting on the counter. And I'm like, it pretty, I, I think you could have just walked in there and taken it at any time. Right. I, I think you could have killed one and then done that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to do the extra 50 of them you did after for fun. And then back to Krillin and Gohan, they're, you know, we catch them in the middle of explaining the whole thing about Kame and the Dragon Balls on Earth and yada, yada, yada. And Dende's like, cool, cool, that makes sense. Uh, we got to bring you guys to my grand elder uh, because he's going to know what to do. And they're like, who's the Grand Elder? And Dende's like, oh, he gave birth to all me and my 900 brothers. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? And he goes, yeah, yes, that's right. what happened. And they're like, but how? And he's like, oh, the way it always happens, through eggs out of his mouth. And he boom, shed an egg out of his mouth. Yeah. So go on and Krillin. Go on and Krillin have the, the kind sense, the uh, social awareness to be like, oh, okay, that's how it works then. Right. But and then Bulma goes off on a JK Rowling. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> she like goes totally turf with it. And then she's like, oh, you mean a woman because it is giving birth? And, and Dende's like, what's a woman? Like, what are what you is, I don't yeah. understand any of what's going on and then with she's your body. like, oh, my gosh, they must only have one gender here. I'm like, Bulma, there is no gender. Like, what do well, you Well, and mean? she's like, she's so, like, insistent on this. Like, I can't, th if you don't watch the show, if you're one of those people who just listens to us, I really cannot stress enough how long she keeps saying, but there's two genders, Dende. There's two of them, <laughs> and only one of them gives birth, Dende. <laughs> and he's just like, just not how it works here. I don't know. She could learn a thing or two from presidential candidate Joe Biden. <laughs> and then Who knows at least three genders are out there. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, after Bulma just, like, shits all over their way of life, they're like, oh, by the way, they're all dead. And he's like, damn, I guess I'm the last Numekian. Wow, this really sucks. Uh, and they're like, right. does the Grand Elder have a Dragon Ball? And he's like, Ob obviously. Uh, I'm sorry. I Googled Numekian birth, and now I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> They do have it in the show. It's not fan art. It's yeah, Piccolo seen, uh, barfing yeah. up an egg. Yeah, you haven't seen that before. It's been a long time, folks. Imagine trying to explain <laughs> to someone who barfs up an egg like how humans come out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like that seems way grosser to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be like disgusting. That seems sloppy, friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, don't um, they get stuck in there? They do all the time. They're not in an egg. Time. God, I wish we had an egg. It's not the case. Um, so then there's just a lot of useless dialogue about who's going to go where. And finally, they decide that Krillin's going to go with Dende to 
find a Grand Elder, and Gohan's gonna stay and keep Bulma safe. Uh, Vegeta takes his newfound Dragon Ball, throws it into a lake, and says, no one will think to look underwater. Right. Yeah, who would think to look there? No, Just because we're looking all over the planet. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't seem like water's off limits. <laughs> <laughs> damn whale got it. Frieza, meanwhile, counts his collection of one, two, three, four, five Dragon Balls. And, uh, you know, Green Hair is like, I wonder what happened to Doria. And Frieza's like, well, if you can't kill some kids, he's useless to me. I'll just take my five balls back to the ship and you guys get it done. Uh, So Green Hair and Purple Monster Man from the Frieza Force split up to go get those last balls while Frieza reveals that he should have considered that Vegeta probably has one of the balls and he's definitely coming for my balls. He wants to play with my balls? Well, guess what? You're working for me and I'll have you playing with my balls all day. Ha <laughs> 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 I'm the boss like Donald Trump. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I love that show. <laughs> I pretend I'm Donald Trump. Even though I'm Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much the end of the show. It's like Krillin. Oh, Krillin flies with uh, Dende towards the elder's house. And he's very worried. And he's like, all these people can kill the shit out of us. I really hope Goku gets it together and helps us. But even then, we're going to need a miracle. Oh, man, I'm going to die here. And I've never had a girlfriend. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. End of episode. Okay, this is something I wanted to discuss, though. Yes. Frieza, we spend a good chunk of time with him at the end here. Normal human nose. It curves. It has a bridge. Yes. It has sides. Normal nose. Vegeta, spiky triangle nose like Lois from Family Guy. Okay, maybe that's a kind of nose. Krillin is a human being. He has no nose. Why does Frieza have a nose, but Krillin doesn't get a nose? Because... I'll take my question off air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex. I have to imagine at some point it was like a, a stylistic choice that um, he was going to do more, and then he didn't, and then he well, was like, well, this character just doesn't have a nose. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I ran think... no nose by the crowd. They didn't like it. Yeah, I think it was a stylized, like, original Dragon Ball thing, and they didn't plan for the bat, like the, the super juiced-up Dragon Ball Z world, and they're like, too late. This is what he looks like forever. Do you think it's because everything about Krillin's personality is kind of cucked, that the face version of that is no nose? Yes. Yeah. Great. You That's know what the they say yeah. about a length of a fella's nose. You know what right. I'm saying? That's the size of his dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's... That's that's the clam digger right there. You know what I'm saying? Big, big nose. Clam digger. <laughs> Let me see those claspers, boy. Well, it's the only... If you think about it, it's the only part that you can take off of a face uh, oh, without having to like explain it for the show. Right, because he's going to have to talk and hear people, and he's going to have to see stuff that happens. So it's the only part that you can take off without having to be like, and he's the deaf warrior. You know, nobody cares that he's the warrior who can't smell. Yeah, that's true. What would you need smell for, stupid? (laughs) That's such a good point. 
Okay. All right. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Well, let's rate the episode. Do an email and get out of here. Out of seven Dragon Balls. Katie. This was very much like a transitionary episode to set stuff up. There was a lot of rehashing of plot and stuff. I mean, I love Dende in this, and I love that he was giving everyone sass, but also being cute with little baby Gohan. But yeah, overall, it's just kind of like a whatever episode for me. So I'll give it like four out of seven. Nice. Alex. Nice. Oh, first of all, thanks so much for having me. I love the show. (laughs) Um, This episode was kind of a patch of joy, a patch of sorrow in my garden, because I did have exciting things like, mm, it had exciting things like, like, like hiding a Dragon Ball in a plot update there. But it also fully canceled Vegeta to a point where you can clearly never enjoy him again. I mean, he just, he's, he's just a Nazi in space. Yes. I don't know how you just forget about that. That was awful. I guess the only difference between this and like a Holocaust movie is they just, they skipped it. They skipped most of it. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, it's still a kid's show. It's fine. He's very powerful. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't rate it. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to give it four as well. Yeah. Uh, This was definitely uh, a move the plot forward episode. I did like the plot. So that was nice. Uh, But yeah, a lot of genocide happening. A lot of uh, weird, uh, racist. And not really a writing. battle either. Yeah, no, it was not a fun. Like it the was last a, just one a massacre. Like, it's like in the <laughs> other one, there's like Minutemen who show up to like defend the village, and that's fun. There's a fight there. This was not fun. This was just watching murder. So uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> probably four out of seven Dragon Balls. We really have to re-examine what we admire as a culture. Oh well, <laughs> four out of seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, email. It's time for Dragon Mail. Give me some of that Dragon Alright, this week's email is from favorite writer in of the show, uh, asker of good questions, Michael Kern. Title of email, <laughs> The Frenchman Strikes. We win! Oh, no. The Frenchman approaches you with intent to kill. Yuck. What? I hate it. (laughs) We will pretend that he's honorable, even though we know he's not. He he presents you an option of two weapons. Whichever one you choose, he will use the opposite weapon. Okay. The options are as follows. Is this like a choose-your-own-adventure? Yeah. Hell yeah. The The doctor is a woman. (laughs) The options are as follows. The devilish bullwhip or the honorable nunchaku. The killing blow must be dealt by the weapon of your choosing. How will you defeat the Frenchman? Oh, well, I think the Frenchman would enjoy the whip too much. So I'm going with the nunchaku. (laughs) You know, he wants the whip. So you take the whip. Yeah. Oh, you think he wants to use the whip or he wants to get hit by the whip? I think he wants to get hit by the whip, so I'm taking those nunchucks. So, um, I I guess the way he phrased the question was, I thought that we would pick a weapon and then he would pick the spiritual opposite of that weapon. But if it's just just between whip and nunchaku, Michael Kern clearly wants us to pick the nunchaku. 
He but does. a Frenchman knows nothing to do with one, and so I choose the whip. Ah. Yeah, I choose the whip too because Alex, you had a bit about this that you know the nunchaku you hit yourself with most of the time. Yeah, it really so he's is. doing damage to himself just from the get go. If you haven't trained extensively with nunchaku, that is mostly a hurt yourself style. Yeah, but you object. guys <laughs> forgot that I used to uh, be a yakuza, so I'm very deadly oh, with true. it. Katie, Katie you yakuza. can have the nunchaku. I totally understand why you would pick that yeah. after your devious past life. No, but me, I'm getting some. I'm getting some distance away from my target. Mm. I'm using the bullwhip. Yeah, and we're assuming that the Frenchman is Katie's neighbor. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I assume that's what this was all about. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't. I have no idea what's going on. It's the proverbial Frenchman. You know, we're killing right. the Frenchman in our mind. <laughs> Kill the Frenchman in your mind. <laughs> He's trying to settle the Congo of your mind. <laughs> Is that Belgium? I think the Belgians. Yeah. All right. Algiers? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Go back and put in me saying Algiers. <laughs> I'm going to just cut in you saying Belgium again. <laughs> Belgium. 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 <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> I love what they do with waffles over there. <laughs> I thought of your cat. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, he got nice fat to while him. I was gone, by the way. I don't know why. Oh, happened. really? Yeah, he's he's really dumpling shape now. Is it Has it made him more sluggish? Because then I'll be less scared of him. I don't know. Somebody pissed on my bed, and now my bed has black <laughs> mold on it. No! <laughs> Damn, so that I sucks. I got back like two hours ago, so that it's been, oh, no, black mold. Time to watch Dragon Ball Z. That's been my day. Wow, that sucks. Thanks for writing in, Michael. (laughs) It's great hearing from the listeners. (laughs) Uh. If you have a question for us, write in to ballinoutsuper at gmail.com, especially if you have a romantic question for Katie, which we will be reading behind the paywall. Yeah, Yeah, this week is all those questions. It's going to be an overshare a marathon. Come on down to TMI Town behind the paywall. We're raising money for Alex's new mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Enter the Katie Rose Garden. Oh, yeah. That's what Maybe I used to call something. my apartment. All right. Well, that's an episode of this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Woo! All right. Uh, plugs. Yeah, right. That's what we're up to. Katie. Plugs. Katie. You can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at O. Oh, Hello, Katie Rose. That's it. Great Alex. stuff. Find me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. I'll start putting stuff on there again soon. I've been so happy not putting anything on there. And the time has come for me to return. Also, we'll have a radio play at some point yeah. soon. <laughs> we um, got all the voices down. Yeah, we got all the voices waiting on uh, music. Um and uh yeah, find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder and uh check out Generation Loss, my podcast with Bryn. Uh this week we watched The Fly. Oh, which oh, one? Oh, Buzz Buzz. The nineteen eighty six one. Oh it's hell gross. yeah. Cronenberg, baby. It's so gross. Yeah, it's icky. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super, Super! Vegeta's canceled. <laughs>